A few years ago, by Rabbi Uri Zohar's 80th birthday, they had a special national television interview in Eretz Yisrael. Now, the lady interviewing Rabbi Uri Zohar is known to ask very difficult questions, very pointed questions that very seasoned politicians quake in fear from her questions. She asks very pointed things. And at the interview, she asked her by Uri Zohar on national television the following question. She asked him that, you know, you were one of the greatest movie stars in the history, in the history of Israel. And then just like that, you left, you left all the non-religious people. You left the whole industry of, the, of all the movie stars and you went ahead and became a, from a person. Tens of years passed. She says, you're from, you're religious now. Isn't a big part of religion being Adam l'chaveiroi? Caring about your fellow neighbor? Caring about your fellow friend? And here you just turn your back on all your fans. You just turn your back on all these people, on all your fellow movie stars that felt so close to you. You turn your back on everything. Is that proper? Now, this sounds like a very difficult question. Rabbi Uri Zohar is one, one shtick. He's one piece of Kiddushem Shemayim. And here she's asking a very difficult question. Is that, is that the way religious people from a Haredim teach you to do? To turn your back on all your fans? Where's the Ben Adam L'chaveroi? To let everybody down. <clears throat> now, on the spot, listen carefully to what Rabbi Uri Zohar answered on this national televised live interview. He said, me? I care I actually care on a practical level. I do things for my fellow movie actor friends. I do things for them more than anybody else does for them. On a practical level, on a daily level. She's, the interviewer's lady said, yes, what do you do? He goes into his pocket, pulls out a little notebook, and he says, let me show you something. All my movie actor friends, and yes... Even the movie actresses who used to be my friends, who I used to deal with, says they're non, they were non-religious. They didn't become religious with me. Many of them, and most of them, already passed on to the next world. They have no religious children. They have no one saying Kaddish. Do you know that I walk around with this notebook, I make it my business to find out the name, their, their correct Hebrew name, with their father's name, so I can say a Kaddish for them on their yard side, and he shows out the book, and the camera zeroed in on the book, and this was not prepared. He carries around, he didn't come carrying around this notebook because he knew there was a question being asked. They didn't give him that luxury to give him the questions before. He had it on him because he has to walk around every day following the next yard site that's coming the next day so he could say Kaddish for that person. This story made a tremendous wave in Eretz Yisrael by the Freya people, by the, by the non-religious. They saw what it means. He didn't just turn his back on all the non-religious people and just forget about you all. No, he cares. He's been Adam Lechaveris to such a degree. This is called Chesed Shel Emes. 
He's not getting anything in return from them. He's going and he's saying Kaddish and learning Mishnayis on the day of their yard site for all these people every other day. And he walks around with that notebook looking up the day so we shouldn't miss a day. Because he wants their neshama to be elevated and get that neshama in the next world to get that satisfaction that Chazal tell us you get from saying Kaddish for the neshama. This story made, made great waves in Eretz Yisrael. Now I want to tell you something, a postscript to this story that just happened a couple weeks ago in Eretz Yisrael that is a very shocking thing. Hold on and listen to what just happened a couple weeks ago in Eretz Yisrael. I heard it from a very good friend of mine and a neighbor, Rabbi Yosef Carmel, who's the executive director of Leiv Laachim, and he's very close to Rabbi Uri Zohar. He comes, Rabbi Uri Zohar comes for Leiv Laachim things, he comes all the time to America and Eretz Yisrael. Rabbi Carmel flies there and goes around dealing with him, and he told me this story, and he said, also, this is making an unbelievable tumult in Eretz Yisrael. What happened was, a couple weeks ago, Rabbi Uri Zohar gets a phone call from a non-religious lady in Tel Aviv. And the non-religious lady in Tel Aviv tells him, listen, I, I'm, I'm totally not religious. I don't believe in anything. I have nothing to do with anything. She says, but I'm very spooked out. I have to share something with you. My mother is so-and-so. I'm not saying the name. She was a very, very famous movie, movie actress in Eretz Yisrael. And she passed away a couple years ago. And she came to me in a dream three times in one week. And she said, my neshama gets no elevation in the next world. Besides, once a year, Rabbi Uri Zohar says, Kaddish for my neshama. And that Kaddish elevates my neshama, gives me a satisfaction. And this year, my, my Yorzeit passed a few weeks ago, he didn't say Kaddish. And my neshama is missing that elevation. So she says, after my wife, my mother came to me three times in one week, I feel I have to call you. Maybe you could do something to rectify the situation. So Rabbi Uri Zohar says, this is impossible. She's on my list. I always say Kaddish for her. It's already a few years. I always say Kaddish for her. But then he took out his notebook, looked up the date, and then he realized that this past year, this few weeks ago when it was her yard site, that day someone in his wife's family passed away, and he ran the whole day he was busy with the Levaya and with the Kfura, and he missed the yard site. Do you hear the ramifications of what that is saying Kaddish on the yard side? So I want to end off two points to this story. The first point of the story is that we see, first of all, what's true chesed. Nobody knew about it. If the interview wouldn't have happened, nobody ever would have known about it. No one, they're fine. Uh, chesed, you went, you became from, they're all fry, they're non-religious, that's it. What do I have to do with them anymore? True chesed is caring about a person. He knew them, men and ladies. He knew them. He felt for them. He felt that they were non-religious. Their kids are non-religious. They don't have a kaddish. That's called real, real chesed. The same way you whatever you would want someone to do to you, for your neshama, do for someone else's neshama. So he went ahead and made a list, and he was saying kaddish and after kaddish for every person. This we could take out what's called true gemilas chasadim. 
And now the postscript to the story is when Chazal tell us something, and I heard Rabbi Urizor made a clip now of this, Rabbi Carmel told me, and he brings this out. He said, Chazal, tell us, we believe everything Chazal say is emes la mitoy. Chazal, tell us what, the, what a Kaddish does for a neshama, how it elevates the neshama, the satisfaction of a Kaddish and a learning a mission for neshama, what it does. But Rabbi Urizor, when he said this over, he said now, but now I got a phone call from Shamayim. I got a phone call from Shemayim telling me that Chazal say, we know what Chazal say is MS, but when you get a direct phone call from Shemayim saying, I'm missing the Kaddish, begging me, please rectify, rectify it. I never got my Kaddish this year. This we learn, to learn from this, besides the chesed of the story, we learn from this when Chazal say something, we have to believe it 100%, it's MS Lamitoy. Not, not always, always to get a direct phone call from Shemayim. But in a story like this, when the it was a direct phone call from Shemayim. We should learn out from this that even when we don't get that phone call from Shemayim, we learn out that whatever Chazal say is emes la amitoy. It's the full truth, and we should always be careful to keep everything that Chazal say.